Hey, bitches. Oh, welcome back to episode 16 of Ice Coffee and Margaritas. With your two favorite bitches. I'm Lydia. I'm Charlotte. Oh, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Especially welcome back. Welcome back to our, our, you know, our solid 16 listeners. Yeah, Yeah, all 16 of you. Thank you. Occasionally it's 19. We do like the days when it's 19. Mm Mm-hmm actually we've hit 29 at one point that was like we you did. know pretty tell big deal friends, please please tell your friends about us rate review subscribe if you like hearing our voices <laughs> i think we have five Maybe. five five star reviews though yes one of, of them is from me one of them's from me <laughs> so we <have> three. <laughs> we're doing good yeah we're doing good uh lydia how's your it. weekend Oh my God, beyond stressful. But um, before we get into that, I do want to start off by talking really quickly. I don't want to get into like a whole spiel, but like very briefly touch on like our conversation last episode, which was like two weeks ago for us in real time um, about the trucker convoy, which it's not even a fucking convoy. If you look up the definition of convoy, um, when we recorded, we, uh, it was before the, the convoy, if you will, made it to Ottawa. It was before it um, even began. Yeah. It, it was, was just the discussion of it. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. really, it was a thing, but it wasn't an actual thing mm-hmm. until half of our hometown went to Ottawa. So fucking embarrassing. I've never been more embarrassed to be a Canadian ever in my life. Um, and I think it's really important just for everybody. If you're supporting something to, look underneath the surface. Um, I said this on my personal Instagram. I understand that many people that are going there, they're not going there because they're racist or because they're white supremacists or whatever. They're going there because they're sick and tired of COVID mandates. I mean, I get it. I'm over it, but just because I'm Mm. over it doesn't mean it's over, you know? Um, also you're going to a super spreader event. You're going to put us back into like lockdown Literally, because of this actually, and you're going to overwhelm. With- yeah. They're going to overwhelm our healthcare system, which these mandates are in place to prevent because we have no fucking nurses. Thank you, Doug Ford for cutting funding to our hospitals and getting nurses fired. Yeah. Love that. So anyway, um, yeah. extremely um, disappointing to see that. I mean, just like people, we know people that are just so blind and supporting it. I mean, I get it. I know why you're there. I, I understand a lot of these people, again, not racist, but look past the fucking veil, you know, look underneath and see who's really behind all of this, because these people are white nationalists, white supremacists. You can go online, you can find videos of fucking, um, I don't even want to say his name, but like him saying like, you know, we hate Muslim people and talking about, oh, naming Asian people a certain way, which is just absolutely horrific. And that like, you know, no immigrants are allowed, um, which really fucking hurts me yeah. to my core. Um, and, uh, for anybody that is, you know, has those, those ideologies, um, first of all, fuck you. And second, Get off immigrants, immigrants made this fucking country. 
They built this country. They built your fucking roads. They built your homes. They built everything because they came to this fucking country because to find a better life, like my family did and built these buildings and whatever. I'm going to get really upset because this has been really fucking like tough for me to see. And it just, I I think to, I think, I think to summarize what you're saying, it's one thing to be against the mandates, which is totally cool. You're allowed to have your own opinion. However, when you you put yourself in a space where there are people that are racist and that Mm -hmm. are white supremacists and you're giving them a space to be comfortable in, that's when you're part of the problem. I saw this really great quote and it was like, if there's one Nazi sitting with you at a table of 10 people, there's 11 Nazis at a table. Yeah. Like you're not doing anything to like correct their behavior or Mm -hmm. make it known that like, they're not welcome. Like that behavior is being welcomed. Yeah. And that's, that's more of an issue than the mandates that we have. Especially there's some people who I saw who have, you know, back when uh, the BLM protests were very prominent, there were people who were like, oh, support black lives, blah, blah, blah. And now they're going to the trucker rally. So I'm like, did you, did you miss the memo? Are you, are you confused? The and I just that you're seeing there is uh, a little counterintuitive to your BLM post on your blackout Tuesday. Literally. And I just want to like, also put this out there. I work in fucking freight and logistics and distribution. I don't know any fucking driver that supports this shit because all of them know that this is bullshit. This is just a fucking ploy to spread their rhetoric of hate. And yeah. it, it, this is not about uniting Canadians. And also these mandates, they're fucking provincial. So you're in the wrong city. You kumquats. <laughs> you need to be in Toronto protesting Doug Ford, your yeah, fucking you go the- conservative godfather, that fucking go bleached whale. I didn't say beached whale. I said bleached because his hair is bleached. bleached yes. Yeah, fucking Very bleached clear. motherfucking whale. Oh my God. We hate the Dougler over here. We're not, we're not quite fans of, uh, of the Dougler. That's for sure. Fuck that guy. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, are you naked? I, uh, from the waist down. Yes. Okay. That's why my knees look like they're glowing. Cause I'm so pale. Nice segue. <laughs> Actually, it leads into what I wanted to t- tell you about today that I thought was really funny. Oh my God. Please tell me. Okay. So you probably already know this information, but it was new information to me. And, okay. Um, so our, our friend, Sarah and I mm-hmm. went on vacation like eight years ago to the Caribbean. Right. And at that time I was basically fucking anything with two legs and a wiener. Okay. So, naturally went through that phase, still going through it, but I digress. Um, so there was a worker there who him and I were like, you know, flirting up a storm. So we were flirting up a storm and, uh, and I was like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll probably end up hooking up with him. And mm-hmm. I said to, to Sarah, I was like, you know, he's an ass man. I've never done it from behind. Can he see my asshole? He's like, absolutely <laughs> okay. not. Like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're good. So I was like, oh, cool. I got too drunk that night anyway. So nothing happened. So mm-hmm. fast forward to, I saw Trevor recently. Mm-hmm. By recently, I mean like Sunday night. And, you know, we, we do our thing. And then we're just sitting there and, and he prefers from behind. So I said to him, I was like, so when you're, when you're behind, like, can you see my asshole? And she mm-hmm. was like, obviously. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Obviously. No. He's like, 
He's like, Charlotte, like the hole that I'm going into, I need to look for to make sure I go into the right one. So obviously I see the wrong one. I was like, oh, so just like, just when you're going in, he's like, no. It's like, what do you mean? Like no? the whole time? I was like, and you still call me? Like you've seen my butthole? And he's like dying laughing, thinking I knew this already. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. What if you're on top? Like it's uh-huh. like a missionary style. Can you see it then? He's like, again, I have to see where I'm going. So yes. Do like, you shave your butthole? No. Now you I don't. have to wax it. Oh you don't? <laughs> That's all I thought of. I was like, how hairy is my asshole? I was like, <laughs> can you braid it? Like, oh my God. I was like, Oh my god can you still see me i can yeah what the fuck just happened to my computer you're gucci okay you disappeared now you're back hi (laughs) so weird he's like looking at me like it's common knowledge that i i would just know i was like i've never seen your butthole he's like how would you i was like i don't know but i feel like that you've looked at mine enough that i should see yours like he was like absolutely not (laughs) i was like it was just the funniest thing because Trevor's sitting there like obviously I've seen every inch of you I was like I didn't I didn't think you meant literally oh my god every like I know you've seen like from you know the tip of my head to the tip of my toe but I didn't know you saw all the orifices no I just sat there mortified I was like what am I supposed to do with this information and he's just dying laughing and I was like fucking Sarah lied to me <laughs> maybe she just didn't know no I feel like it, she knows you and I both know she knows she has to know. maybe at that time she didn't know maybe at that time yeah that's that's possible and all I'm thinking is like the amount of times I've had to like quench my asshole to not fart on this man has Wait, he seen during? The- yeah I don't know sometimes he like oh, it's fucking are you big. serious I have never experienced that and I am the gassiest person in the world okay, well, occasionally <laughs> an air bubble goes down that way <laughs> but obviously I can't let it out so I have to switch my bubble sticking <laughs> so I'm just like has he seen my my butthole just like quench up every time I have to toot I was like I just sat there mortified I was like I don't know what to do with this information I would like oh go my home. god <laughs> oh my god no I was, like, I was just sitting there and then he's like, well, are you, are you done with this? So like, uh-huh. you still, you still kind of stressing about this one? And I just sat there, like, there's a, a TikTok that goes around where it's like, the woman was too stunned to speak. And I just sat there with like my jaw open, covering my mouth. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm done. <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that, but like also, I- um, D always I don't know how much I want to say (laughs) I mean butt stuff is like fine with me not to be not to like I don't want full penetration (laughs) right but I've just been for the last eight years under the impression that no one has seen my butthole oh god I stopped counting after 12 what do you mean 12 after 12 kills oh my god so that means 12 plus people have seen my butthole i don't think so i have a, a at least a good 80 percent of them oh my 
and I am severely uncomfortable. So all, I was like sitting there thinking, can this man braid my butthole hair? Um, has he seen my ass quench because I have to toot? And like all of these other things are running through my head. And he's just like, okay, so when you're done thinking about that, you're just gonna have to bring that ass over because like I'm ready for round two. I was like, what? God. And he was just like, yeah, we did it your way the first time. He's like, I want, I want your butt. So like, and I was like, but you'll, you'll see my butthole. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, like maybe it's because I've been with D for so long that I just like, don't care anymore. He's l- literally seen the worst of me. So I don't, I don't think, uh, yeah. I mean, whatever, like it's a fucking butthole, man, whatever. Right. Now that I know, I don't really care. But in that mm-hmm. moment, I was like, I'm sorry, you've seen my butthole how many times? And, and like, you still call me back? <laughs> I don't think it's like super necessary to start shaving your asshole if you haven't yet. I mean, no. occasionally I get in there, but so not, not often. This is the joke that I always tell because like my dad is like super white and my mom is everything under the sun <laughs> in terms of like being a Latina. And I always joke that I have my dad's legs and my mother's mustache. It's like <laughs> I have really light skin, but my like body hair is all black, like oh, black, okay. like my eyebrows are black, like my eyelashes right. are black, except for my right. hair on my head. It's brown, but right. every, like, it's just like black, 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 always yes. has been. Um, but yeah, like I, I've always shaved my booty hole. Cause I've had to, like, I have such a fucking hairy body. It's insane. Like my ex-boyfriend, Jerry, so I had sent him a butt picture oh, no. <laughs> and the way that the light was hitting, you could see. And I was like really, really tanned at the time. Okay. So the hair on my back, it was blonde, but I'm still really hairy. Like I don't fucking care. Whatever. It's just that's yeah. how I am. So he sent me or he responded to the picture and he's like, Oh, you have a really bad sunburn. And I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, yeah, you're like, your back is peeling really bad. Like what's going on? And I'm uh, like, my back hair. <laughs> like, that's my back hair. <laughs> and he called me and he was like, I cannot believe that your back hair showed up in that picture. And I mean, also you need to keep in mind that this is like eight years ago. So the resolution of an iPhone camera was not that good. So like my back hair is showing up <laughs> these pictures. It's like, what would it look like now? I haven't taken a butt picture in a really long time. So, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah girl. Uh, that was my Sunday. Um, I love that for you. Um, welcome to the real world. Yeah. Holy fuck. Cause I usually don't have a, a frequent flyer program. Usually don't. Meaning like a constant fuck buddy. Yeah. Usually it's like, I don't know, once or twice. And I'm like, ew, your existence repulses me. Thank you so much. Ciao. Yeah. I can, I can relate to that to a certain degree. Like in, yeah. Like until like the last year or two, my uh-huh. standards aggressively low aggressive or are they high because like you never settle I don't think no I mean to no I they're aggressively high when it comes to a relationship but sex wise mm-hmm. aggressively low 
oh, I mean, sometimes you just like need a stiff one. Yeah. I yeah. can't. So now, now I can't at least I have it for that. Yeah. So now at least I have a, a consistent frequent flyer who is ready, willing, and able. That's literally any given moment. <laughs> literally. Just, fuck. It's very convenient. But knowing that, because like, so when I lived in the city the last month that I lived yeah. into the city, call it 30 days in the month. I don't know. Does June have 30 days? Maybe. So we'll say June has 30 days. Yeah. I think, um, I think he, it's only 30. He was over for like 22 of them. What? He, he was a frequent flyer. That's not like a frequent flyer. That's like a whole ass relationship. Just oh, so you know. I, when I mean he was over, he was over for like two to three hours. Oh, okay. I thought you were like, like having dinner with you and whatnot. I mean, we would order pizza because like he would work up quite a sweat for both of us. Um, oh God. We need to re- I would need to replenish that. I'm like, sir, I'm not done. I'm like, that was only two. I want two more. And he's like, the fuck? So when I was, I don't know, like a younger tween, I, okay, this is really fucking fucking me up, but I don't know if you can see in your monitor my reflection in your picture like I'm watching myself <laughs> let me just turn that the other way in your picture right now um it's freaking me out anyway I watched this- please look at the map instead thank you <laughs> I watched this show and it was this I don't I it was like a Tyra Banks or something I can't remember okay. but anyway this girl was like oh you know my boyfriend whenever we go out for dinner like I want to sleep with him after and he's too tired and like he's <clears throat> he's always com- like complaining that he's too tired and like falls right asleep and then the host asked like well what are you guys eating and yeah. she was like oh well like he orders like pasta or something and she's like well that's the reason why because you're eating carbs like you need to eat leafy greens so have him over and make him a salad and then that way he's not gonna like burn it all off um and just like be tired like or eat it and be tired so like make him a salad and that way it will give him energy so there you go maybe make him a salad rather than a pizza I no, I literally feed him a whole ass pizza and in 20 minutes he's good to go. Okay, well then there you go. Never mind. His metabolism, you know, his metabolism works, his dick works harder. Mm. <laughs> For those of you who can't see, Lydia has her mouth full of water right now. It was perfect timing. I almost choked. <laughs> I was like, no, it's gonna come out. <laughs> That's what she said. Um oh my god fuck other than that uh you know sescapade um mm-hmm. i actually got to talk to high school students today oh, they that's had a, right. a, how did that go well they had a career day um say if there was 10 of them in the room um the three of them looked up from their phone so i count that as a win so um but yeah it was cool got to talk to them about my career and mm-hmm. you know the three that looked up were actually interested and engaged and asked, asked some questions my favorite question was um do you have to be good at math and I like died laughing because I'm so bad at math. <laughs> yeah. I know like, you're not so bad at math. I am so bad at math. You are good at math. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I was like, no, no, I, I carry a calculator with me at all times. And uh-huh. as soon as you learn how to use all the functions on Excel, you're good to go. This is true. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. Like you can make a pretty killer spreadsheet. I do. I'm a slut for a good spreadsheet. Oh, I really God. am. I mm. made one today and I was like, mm. 
my panties are melting. <laughs> Welcome to my daily life. I make spreadsheets for everything. I love it. And if I don't even like the colors on one, I will redo it. I, honestly, yes. Yes. Like the colors, the colors just got to go. It's my love language. Yes. I'm glad you got it. Um, I've been making a lot of spreadsheets lately because my landlords are trying to kick me out. Right. Mm-hmm. And on today's topic. <laughs> like that. Um, <laughs> was good. Good segue. Good segue. <laughs> thank you. So you had asked me earlier how my week was. Um, and then I went into like the whole convoy thing, but that's how my week has been like the most stress I've been under in a long ass time. And of course they do it in February, which is like the month my dad died. So Mm -hmm. yesterday was six years, which was super difficult and like, so sad because it's like, oh my God, it's like getting closer to 10 years now. And it's like, how has it been so long? Like your dad's been gone for like what? Nine years, right? No, it'll be 10 years this year. Oh my God. It's like, what the fuck? I was thinking about it the other day because I have an MRI scheduled on the same day that I also have a doctor's appointment right. to a vaccine. They, I don't know how they mm-hmm. booked it all on the same day. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I was like, why does that date sound familiar? And then I was like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy fuck, it's been 10 years. Yeah. And it just, it made me sit there and reflect about like, because I was like, I haven't accomplished anything in 10 years, mainly because I'm in my mother's <laughs> basement. So that made me think of that. Um, and then, so it was as shitty as it was, and yeah. it's going to get shitty because, you know, May hasn't come and went yet. Yeah. It, I try to turn it more into a positive experience for me. And I go, mm-hmm. okay, you know, it's been X amount of time. It's been 10 years. Mm-hmm. What have I done for myself? in that time yeah. to either heal from this trauma or, you know, whether it be career wise, personal wise. And that's how I make it through the day. That an excessive amount of alcohol. Amen. And humor. Yeah. Like so much humor. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, of course they do this in the month of February. I have been beyond stressed, like shitting my pants. I have IBS. I'm like in the bathroom, like six times a day. And I have lost program. Thank you. I'm not eating because what's food. Like I'm so stressed. I can't even think about food. Like that's, that's where I'm at. Um, so I'll just tell the story for our listeners. So, um, I'm in a basement apartment and then there's tenants above me and, um, January 31st, they texted me. And they're like, have you heard from the landlord? They just emailed me 10 minutes ago saying that they're going to sell the house and that they want us out by March 31st. And I was like, what the fuck? No, I haven't heard anything. Next day, I didn't hear anything, still hadn't heard anything from them. So February 1st in the evening around like eight o'clock, she texts me, Hey Lydia, this is something that I want to discuss with you. Um, her and her business partner, because this is a whole business endeavor. Like they're they're not a right. they're not a couple. Like they're oh yeah. I thought they were a couple, but they're no, just business partners. They're complete business partners. That's okay. That's like they're not married, they're not boyfriend and girlfriend, they're nothing. Like, okay. Yeah, she's a real estate agent and he's a mortgage broker. Oh. so they bought this as like a whole business thing. Got it. Um, so anyway, something that we want to discuss with you, we can't afford the mortgage liars and we want to sell the house. We want you out by March 31st. We'll give you $300 and a month's free of rent, which is a fucking joke. Yeah. Which absolutely costs $300. Exactly. Exactly. Like moving expenses for $300. I went and got several quotes. 
between $1,500 and $2,000. Yeah, I was going to say, like, tack another zero onto that $300. Yeah, you motherfuckers. So anyway, um, I didn't respond because I know that legally you do not have to unless they serve you paperwork. Right. So um, as many of you guys probably already know, we're in Ontario and um, there are different rules in different provinces. So with us in Ontario, you don't have to respond if you get, um, a notification from your landlord or whatever. And if you're formal notice, yeah. If, if you're served paperwork, then yes, you need to respond and say, yes, I accept this or I decline and that's it. So I hadn't said anything for five days. I just stayed silent. I reached oh, out. God. Yeah. I reached out to like a bajillion lawyers. I talked to six lawyers slash paralegals. Um, I talked to three real estate agents just to oh, like fuck. get opinions from everybody. Right. Um, and just to like, make sure that I'm not completely like shooting myself in the foot. Because mm-hmm. the rental market, not even the rental market, the housing market in general is just fucking insane. And that's what we're going to go into and talk about today. Um, <clears throat> so this is like a really good topic. Yeah, it's perfect segue. Yeah. So anyway, she was been calling and texting me fucking incessantly, which is like borderline oh. harassment. Um, so anyway, Saturday night, I slammed six tacos. It was the only thing I had eaten all day. Tacos are my love language. Yes, bitch. Anyway, (laughs) so slammed six tacos and I was like, Hey, I have like enough power in me to respond. I worked up enough courage and I was just like, okay, um, I'm not, I've reviewed your offer and I'm not interested at this time. Thank you. Best regards. Ciao. Lydia Lime. And that was it. And <laughs> so, yeah, that was it. She hasn't said anything. I've been checking my email. She hasn't texted me, no calls, no nothing. As soon as I sent that email. So Do you know what upstairs did? They signed me at 11. Oh. So I, I said to them, cause I mean, I don't like them, but I know that what they're doing it, well, this is just my opinion. I don't know for sure, but this is what I'm speculating that they want us out so that they can jack up the rent. This is going on year four that I've lived here. So yeah. And it's rent has like rent right now in your area, which is North of Toronto is more expensive in Toronto right now, Yes, which makes no sense to me. And like, I have a pretty sweet gig. I have two parking spots, half of the garage. I'm not even like in a real basement. I'm above ground. You've been to yeah, my you house. Walk it's out. So, yeah, it's I have a shit ton of windows that are like actual window sizes. They're not like basement yeah. windows, you know? Not like the little cubby holes. Yeah, they're really, really nice. Um, I have my own private laundry. Like I have a lot of space. It's a really great apartment, and I'm paying $14.26 a month. My rent just went up, but whatever. Um, yeah. So I'm paying like a thousand dollars below market value for everything well, that I have. I was going to say, cause I was also looking at mm-hmm. basements and apartments and whatnot, like recently looking, cause I want to get the fuck mm-hmm. out of here and basements are going for like our area ish. Mm-hmm. I would say around the 2000 mark or a little below, but it would be plus utilities. I don't know if your utilities are included. They're not. No, no. So I'm paying like mm, a little over 1700 okay. a month. Yeah. For Mm-hmm. Right. So super expensive, but if I were to move because like on 
their whatever word I'm looking for. I can't even think website? right now. What? Website? No, not the website. <laughs> I, I heard on there and I'm like on their website. No, 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 no. If I were to move like because of them, like because oh, okay. they want me out because like they want to jack up the price, then I would be paying like um a thousand dollars more and oh my god I just completely lost my train of thought what the fuck oh shit (laughs) yeah so more or less you're saying if you move out you'd be paying a thousand dollars more a month that's not realistic and that the people upstairs did send an 11 and so Mm. for people who don't live in Ontario all Mm. the legal forms to be used for renters basically start with an n Mm -hmm. and you know for Lydia's purpose if say she was served with something saying you know we like, first of all, getting you out to sell is bad faith. So not if I sign an N11. No, not if you sign an N11, but if they were yeah. to serve you with any other N form, it would be bad faith. And then they're fucked. Exactly. Which is why they want me to sign the N11. Oh, here, we'll give you $300. So Ugh. just for everybody else that's out there and who's possibly renting, like BC, I think their laws are the same or if not really similar to ours. Um do not sign anything. Consult a paralegal or a lawyer because this is fucking bullshit. Um, they're greedy motherfuckers. And also, oh, this is what I was saying. If I have to leave because they want me to, I don't think that I should be um, like going somewhere that's less. You know what I mean? Right. Like I shouldn't be the same amount of money that you would be paying now. You would get yeah. less than what. Yeah. And like also yeah. people could like deny me for my dog. It's a human right technically in Ontario, but people can still say no. Like you don't have any. They can't, but. Yeah. But how do you prove that? You yeah, know? And to what extent are you willing to go? Exactly. It's just like not no. even worth it. So <clears throat> yeah. Um. So I'm so thinking of you, doing like a cash for keys if they, I was just about to say. yeah, if so, if they rebuttal my, you know, I'm not interested, then um, I'm going to reach out to one of the paralegals that I spoke with because he was so funny and nice and he spent way more time and gave me actual legal advice when he didn't have to because it was like only a free 30 minute consult. Amazing. Yeah. His name was Robert. Lovey Robert. Um, usually we don't like Rob's. So, (laughs) so yeah, he was super lovely. I don't want to like give the law firm out, but no, super nice. Yeah. Super nice guy. Anyway. Um, he he was saying like, you know, just shut your mouth, make sure that you have a plan. And like, if you are doing like a cash for keys, so like, Okay. Um, example for cash for keys, if I'm paying 1400 here and I'm going somewhere else, that's 2,400, that's a thousand dollars more than what I would be paying. So for a year worth of rent, that's $12,000 more plus moving costs, plus extra utilities that I would have to pay plus other amenities, whatever. So, you know, let's just say $15,000, you know, make sure if you're asking for 15 grand, that it makes sense. So I was like, yes. Yeah. I was like, I have done an entire spreadsheet. It makes sense. And so he's like, hit me with it, girl. (laughs) Nice. So so I gave him all the information. Um, and he's like, this is great. You're probably not going to get that much, but good start. (laughs) Yeah. Good starting point. (laughs) Yeah. We'll negotiate down, but good. Aim high. Always aim high. Well, that's what I said. I was like, I want to like hit high, you know, I don't want to like low ball myself. And then they Mm -hmm. give me like five 
$500, you know? Right. So, you might as well aim high because the worst that's going to happen is they're going to counter or they give you what you want. Exactly. Exactly. So like, I'm like trying to remain calm and not shit my pants, even though I've done that like eight times already today. Oh. Um, I still feel really sick. I have a huge belly ache right now because I'm just so beyond stressed. So did you eat today? Yes. I had some grapefruit and shepherd's pie. <laughs> good. Good. I'd like to see that we got some carbs in us today Thank and you. I do see you're drinking your water. So you're on a good I path. Am. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I get it. So that's the reason why I moved. Mm-hmm. Literally. So I was in an apartment that was run by an investment company. Yeah. Fuck and- them. And at my work, mm-hmm. we invest in these private investment companies. Right. So like I get how it works from both sides. Like yeah. I'm on the in on one side, I'm on the out on the other and on the in on and yeah. loop to dupe it. I'm in it. So then I was living in Toronto and tr- prices in Toronto were dropping. I was in a bachelor. I was paying 1500 a month plus mm-hmm. parking and utilities, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was a bachelor unit available in my building mm-hmm. and it was going for 1350. And so, so ridiculous. So I, cause obviously I'm like, what's worse that's going to happen is I'm going to ask and they say no. So I said, I'm going to mm-hmm. ask and I'm going to say, Hey, my one year is coming up. Mm-hmm. And normally you go month to month here in Ontario yeah. after your lease, your one year, your lease is up. You just go month to month. Mm-hmm. So I said, Hey, my one year is coming up. And, like I will happily sign another one year lease. Mm-hmm. Granted we dropped the price to this mm-hmm. amount. And I said like, you know, market rent around the city is dropping and it's, you know, I've been a yeah. good tenant. I paid my rent on time. I was like, you guys have fucked up on a couple of times. I've called you out on it, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, I'm interested in staying. Mm-hmm. I like what I got going on. Mm-hmm. And they, they shut that shit down real quick. And I was like, oh, okay. So here's what I'm going to file for a rent abatement mm-hmm. because of the stupid shit you guys did and mm-hmm. all of it tracked. Yeah. So also I would like to know, cause this building has been around since like the late nineties, early nineties. Oh, okay. So it's older. Like my next door neighbor was mm-hmm. there for 12 years she's still there oh, fuck. but she's been there for that long and she's like there's been people here in the building longer than i've been here like another 10 years before her oh jesus yeah so the building's old it's old as fuck yeah so they've gone through the recession probably the fucking great depression too we're at it <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> um, so then i i said to management i said oh okay so like i would love to know what your plan is for your tenants when you're going through an economical crisis. Mm-hmm. If you won't decrease their rent by a hundred to $150 a month, yeah. what's your plan? And if you don't know what your plan is, give me the contact for the president of the company. I will happily ask him myself. Mm-hmm. She's stupid and didn't know that that information's public. So she like, so stupid. She like, yeah, she was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, we don't have a plan. I'm like, that's exactly my point. Dumb cunt. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah in case she's like as for the president's information like that detail is confidential and I was like weird found it online let me just cc him and she was like uh <laughs> so I reached out and I said you know I'm extremely unsatisfied with mm-hmm. your employees like you should very much consider giving them training and then uh this was in June so then it was like June 25th yeah didn't you were- say like you need to give them some sensitivity training or something like that? I said, yeah so um, so it was June 25th and basically they said, you know, we can tell you're very unhappy here because I mm-hmm. listed all the reasons like that they pissed me off and not just like, oh, you did something to piss me off. It's no, you entered my unit without giving me 24 hour notice. <gasps> no. When I moved in, I was getting new blinds. Like this was part of the renovation mm-hmm. before I even existed. Like whoever was okay. them. and they were on back order, which I was like, okay, totally cool. Understandable. Give me a time. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was following up with Janet. I'm going to name drop her, Janet. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, like, do we got an ETA on these blinds? And then she emails me back. Hey, yeah, we got them in this morning. Leo, my super, great, mm-hmm. best guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo's going to go in and install them this morning with the guys. And I replied, absolutely not. Because my bed was up against the windowsill. Right. And I had plants on the ledge. I had like a ledge to my windowsill. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely not. Like they have to touch myself. This was like at the beginning of the pandemic too, where there was a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. There's no vaccine. And you I don't like, know what really- COVID is. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. And um, so she didn't get back to me and I was on a meeting and whatever. So I called her and I was like, Hey, did you get my email? She's mm-hmm. like, Oh no. And I'm like, yeah, you did. Like, yeah. Did fucking liar. Dumbass. And I was like, do not let them into my unit. I'm refusing entry. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, they already went and installed it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can guarantee you that none of your stuff was touched. And I was like, really? What does my unit look like? Mm-hmm. Where's my bed? And then I was like, I'm extremely dissatisfied and whatever. I like wrote a complaint. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, that was one thing. And then, you know, like when I got a new stove, like again, part of the renovation, they renovated my unit before I moved in. That had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Um, they forgot to flip the breaker on. But where Shit. the flap comes down to cover the breaker panel, the mm-hmm. stove was pushed up against. Oh. Unless I'm going to fucking move a stove. Yeah. I was like, so I was like, okay, give me another rent abatement. So then anyways, I lost it on her and I list all the reasons. They're like, okay, clearly you're not satisfied to live here. I was like, clearly you're cunts. Mm-hmm. And when I was talking to my elder neighbor, she's in her 90s. She's lovely. She's going strong. Mm-hmm. And um, she was showing me because they were the last three years mm-hmm. were illegally increasing rent no so it's a very geriatric building extremely geriatric and she said the last couple of years they've had to go to court to prove that their rent increase was su- like surpassed the legal amount and they've lost every single time like why even try i guess i, I guess some people probably just pay it and like yeah because they're old and they don't know yeah. So then this year I stopped by, I stopped by occasionally to see her and I was like, how's it going? She's like, yeah, we got our rent increase. She's like, can you help me with the numbers? Like, I want to mm-hmm. make sure it makes sense. Cause it, to me, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let me look. And I was like, what are you paying now? And blah, blah, blah. Again, illegally increasing her rent. They put the wrong number down on her form and ridiculous. Was, like, mind you, it's, it's $40 a month, which mm-hmm. for one month is okay. Like mm-hmm. that you're going to let anything slide. But over 12 months for someone who's on a fixed income. Yeah, it's a lot of money. That's like almost $600. Exactly. So then, you know, I helped her through it and whatnot. And I helped her write the letter that, you know, basically I was like, tell her, tell Janet to fuck right off. Yeah, fuck you, Janet. So yeah, so then when I was moving, it was June 25th. And they're like, Mm -hmm. you're clearly unhappy. They're like, if you want to move at the end of June or end of July, let us know. Mm-hmm. And like, we'll waive the, the 60 day notice and, you know, we'll, we'll get all the correct paperwork. So we'll fight you on this one. Right. So I was like, okay, I was like, I'll consider your offer and I'll let you know by June 30th, which mm-hmm. is the last day of June. And they said, no, you need to let us know by June 28th. And I was like, do you know how a calendar fucking works? <laughs> like any clue. Mm-hmm. And so before I even replied to her, I just CC the president. I was just like, can you please explain to your subordinate mm-hmm. how a calendar works and how outrageous it would be to give notice to move in two days when I'm uprooting my entire life if you can make that make sense to me I would love an explanation yeah. if not we'll receive my answer by June 30th and he basically said we look forward to receiving your answer on June 30th I was like yeah Simon I bet you fucking will so I moved <laughs> on June it was June 29th I think I moved that night because I was yeah. going to get that hat off 
and I got my last month's rent back. I literally, I had to do a walkthrough and like, I had some holes in the walls because I like hung a TV and and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And Spencer and Ryan, who made a a debut on our podcast, they they didn't live too, too far from me. And they were my saviors. They came Mm. and they patched holes and they helped me pack and and they were great. And then when I was sobbing my face off, Trevor came over and helped me pack. I was like, corner. <laughs> not only has this man seen my butthole, he's actually seen me sob too. And he continued to call me back. Oh my God. So it must be something he likes about me. Um, it's my ass cheeks. Um, <laughs> but then after I moved and like, you know, I moved back into my mom's and, and whatnot. And mm-hmm. um, they rented the place out for 1400 a month to someone new, obviously. And I was like, so ridiculous, literally like you caused so like so many people because it wasn't just me involved. Right. It was me, my super mm-hmm. property management. I involved the president because I'm like, fuck you guys. Like I'm gonna stick it to the man. Mm-hmm. So I settled and, um, you know, after I settled into my mom's for a little bit and my therapist got me under control, um, <laughs> I wrote a very strongly worded letter to the president basically saying, here's all the instances here's mm-hmm. all the email attachments for the communication mm-hmm. this is what's happened like I was followed home one night by like complete stranger mm-hmm. and you know I called because they were already gone property management was gone that night and so I called the next day and I said this is my situation mm-hmm. I need the license plate number I would like to make a police report and they were like I'm so sorry of course no problem I was like great they're like give us a day no mm-hmm. problem two weeks go by and I'm like hey Janet I still need that plate number. I'm still mm-hmm. making that report. Yeah. Even when, you know, nothing horrible happened, but like, nonetheless. Yeah. Fucking psychopath. Like, oh, like, she was like, oh, <laughs> our cameras in the, in the back parking lot actually don't work. Pardon? Yeah. Maybe you need to get those fixed, bitch. And the week I moved in, a woman was assaulted. There's like a little alleyway between my parking lot and there's like a shopper's. Oh my God. A little alleyway that like leads to the other buildings behind us. I don't really know why it's there. It makes no sense to me, but nonetheless, Mm -hmm. a woman was assaulted and our cameras can see that far. What they can see our parking, like our parking lot, that little alleyway is like enough for one car to go down before it hits the shopper's parking lot so either the shopper's parking lot or shopping sorry the shopper's cameras or our cameras can pick up that alleyway and so I was like are you fucking serious right now Janet I was like imagine something horrific happened yeah just to find out like I was like oh look at that another rent abatement for an amenity did you did you get a rent abatement for that uh no I just threatened them so much that I got to move out without paying any additional costs and getting my last month's rent back oh good so good good I was like I guess that's a sufficient thing but Fuck I have up to people. a year since like since I've moved to uh, apply for a rent payment so I might we'll see how bitchy I'm feeling um I mean like stick it to the man they're making literally millions of dollars Fuck them I hate I them I told Simon I outlined all the the communication all my instances I was like these are not unrealistic things to be mm-hmm. extremely upset about. And I was like, and considering you have two people in the office, one who's incompetent, the other who's a kind, you need to give them sensitivity. I really training. love that word today. I do. <laughs> it's a great word today. <laughs> but I was like, this is outrageous. How do you expect? I was like, your building is full of geriatric people who in mm-hmm. the next five to 10 years will die. Yeah. You want millennials in here and you want Gen Z in here. And if you want that to be possible, you need to get Janet and Maureen out. Mm-hmm. or you need to train Maureen so she's a confident person mm-hmm. and Janet needs to like get the fuck out it's like, honestly it's so ridiculous how like you know 
these companies, and I mean, like, you know, it's business, but they just don't see the human side of things. And it's really fucking disappointing. Just like how people are literally all they equate to is a dollar amount. And it's just, it's so gross to me, um, you know, that people just don't give a shit, like genuinely, they just like literally don't care. And they're not even bashful about that. It's like, "Mm, whatever, like what? So interesting that you say that. So my senior boss, Mm -hmm. um, owns multiple properties with other family members by himself. Oh, really? Whatever. He has rental properties. Okay. You know, more or less because he you know, can't stay in one house for a long time. So can we pause for one second? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pee myself. Okay. Please okay. Just give me one sec. I'm going to like actually pee my pants. Thank you for so waiting like for me. Saying, <laughs> <laughs> um, um, mm-hmm. My boss has uh, a couple of rental properties and it's a very interesting, I don't want to say he's in the 1% because he's absolutely not. He doesn't know how to manage his money correctly, even though he's a financial advisor. Odd. Odd. Um, <laughs> Remind me not to open up an account with him. So, yeah, so it's interesting how I hear him talk about his tenants sometimes, or I hear how, how he talks about people who would be in like an hour category, how we're like okay. still very much like, we love that poverty line. We're coasting on it. Yeah. We're just smooth sailing across that poverty line mm-hmm. where he's so out of touch a couple of them in the office, like one of the guy's assets books almost out of billion dollars. Like this man does not live on fucking planet earth and to listen to them talk about it. And I just like, look at them and I was like, you guys fucking realize you're talking about like me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm in that category. And then all yeah. of them like come back down to reality and they're like, holy fuck. And I'm like, hi, <laughs> yeah. accounted for what you're talking about, what you're mad about right now, mm-hmm. because this is what the peasants are doing. I'm a said peasant. Yeah. I Stop don't, being mad about it. I don't understand what they have to be mad about. You have like a bajillion dollars. So like, shut the fuck up. Like, for example, once you get to a certain point for income, mm-hmm. you have to pay 50% tax. Well, yeah, you're making millions. You like, should be. And I was like, I don't know. Do you want to pay my 20% taxes? Instead? Yeah. Like, on top of yeah do you want to pay me under the table like (laughs) honestly like for real I was so when all this shit started going down with like my landlords and whatever I said to D it was like I need to ask you a very serious question and he was like okay what's going on and I'm like okay I just need to know like if you're okay with this because if you are then like I think this is something that should be considered and he's like Lydia, like, where the fuck are you going with this? And I was like, how would you feel if I started selling pictures of my feet? You know, I thought you were going to ask him to move in with you, but this is a better <laughs> avenue. I like this one better. Yeah. So he was like, oh, are you going to be like Charlotte and start selling your socks too? <laughs> I was like, honestly, I said, she is so fucking smart. He's like, yeah, like do it by all means he's like you want to sell pictures of your feet he's like fuck yeah he's like i'll sell pictures of my feet too i was like okay he's like let's do it he's like ask charlotte for her socks (laughs) like okay Uh, i take a 20 percent markup and 80 percent of the profit because i have to oh my god (laughs) i feel like we could work something out we can work out a contract but but yeah so then on top of the rental market being insane Mm -hmm. um the real estate market is insane. Yeah. 
And yeah, I ran it's... into a situation where I was looking at buying an investment property and, mm-hmm. you know, I had the money for it and whatnot. I didn't have the full 20% down payment. I had to call it 15%. Mm-hmm. And because of the line of business that I'm in, we have mortgage brokers and whatnot that we deal with on a regular basis. So I reached out to one of them. I said, Hey, this is what my situation is. Like make it make sense. Mm-hmm. And because of my income, I need the rental income in order to show on a mortgage application because a landlord can take $1,700 a month for me, but the bank thinks I can afford less than a thousand. Which is like absolutely fucking okay. beyond me. But I think it has to do with like the stress test and whatever. I don't, I mean, I don't, stress test. yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I've never, I've never fucking applied for a mortgage. So yeah, I'm so, not like super aware. Not fun to say the least. And rates are at an all time low. So now's a yes. good time to get a, a mortgage rate, but not really to get a mortgage. Um, but anyways, they're only, they're only good for like six months, right? You can get locked in for a year or two or three when you're there's, approved there's for something variable. yeah oh i thought it was only fixed rate if you go for a variable rate oh i thought it was only for six months that you're mm-hmm. like when you go to like apply for a mortgage so yeah so you're pre-approved, pre-approved. sorry yeah so your your pre-approval is for six months but that doesn't give you a rate oh it just gives you a, a dollar amount for what you can buy oh okay 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 i thought it, i thought it also gave you a rate no never no, mind no. excuse no. me See how like much they I could know? probably try to like rate match. Oh, okay. Yeah. If yeah. inflation jumps and prime jumps, then mm-hmm. there's no not really helping on that one. But anyways, it was a rental property that I wanted. There was already tenants there. It was perfect. Yeah. If you will, because it would pay for itself and you know, there would be no increasing the the tenants' rent and, mm-hmm. and anything like that. It would just basically be a change of ownership. However, because I only had 15% and not 20%, the first time home buyer incentive. Um, they wouldn't qualify me because I didn't make enough money based on they basically there's like a calculation where the first time home buyer they'll give you 10 or five to ten percent of your down payment to help mm-hmm. you, but you there's like a whole thing that you type in all the information like your income and whatever and your down payment, they assume you can only afford a certain amount. And if the price of the property exceeds that, they won't give that to you. So then I missed out on that. That would give me my 20%. But um so I was like, okay, unbelievable, eh? Right? These programs are supposed to be in place to help you. Don't even get me started on how bullshit that program is. It helps, uh, but it doesn't. It just yeah, I was gonna. Range. Yeah, I was gonna say, and even that first-time homebuyer incentive thing, whatever um, equity is it equity or what? What you make on your house so, or something? Yeah. So if the you way make that it like works, fifteen percent, they take fifty percent of that fifteen. So the way that it works is that depending on the region that you're in, so for Toronto and GTA, it's generally 10% uh-huh. from what the calculation is. And you pay that back. You can pay that back over basically the lifetime of your property. However, right. the stipulations right. are if, you know, they gave you 10% and say it was $10,000 mm-hmm. at the time. In 20 years, you sell your house and your house is worth 20 times that. They're taking mm-hmm. 20% of the market value. Right. They're not taking their $10,000 back. Yeah. And if say you buy a house, you flip it. Mm -hmm. And even though say you might not sell it for much more because you did construction and alterations to it, they take more money. So So, ridiculous. So basically it's, it works for people who have their money in investments Mm -hmm. and that don't want to pull out because they can just like, say the market's at a booming high. And in a year, say you don't do any you know, you don't do any renovations. The market right. hasn't really moved too, too much. You pay back that $10,000 and you're done. Right. So it doesn't work to the average peasant. <laughs> Honestly, this, I, this market is fucking insane. 
yeah it's literally pardon me excuse me i'm so sorry these white claws are killing me um i'm drinking for two for lydia and i oh my god for a second i thought you meant you were pregnant i don't know why i would equate alcohol with that do not trevor would not appreciate that do not put that oh my god oh god um i know i tell him to put a baby in me but like not literally I just like you do not. His, I like to see his face get uncomfortable. Oh Jesus! Just, I'm weird. Um, again, he calls me back. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, true. Also, when you don't have twenty percent, you have to get the CMHC mortgage or sorry, CMHC insurance on oh, it. Right. Which which is fine. I I mm-hmm. knew that was going to be the thing. Um. So fun fact for all of you listening out here who are li- listening and wanting to buy a rental property. And maybe you don't have the full 20%. So you're relying on the CMHC insurance. Mm-hmm. CMHC insurance will not insure properties that are one bedroom or less. Really? Your rental property must have two legal bedrooms or more in order for them to insure you. I had no idea. So I was looking at an apartment in an apartment building and it was a one bedroom. Uh-huh. And because I didn't have my 20%, they wouldn't give me the insurance for it. And I didn't get the first time home buyer incentive. So that dream went out the fucking window. And, and maybe in, in 2025, I can, you know, think about buying a house, but probably not. So I'm going to die in my mom's basement with my brother. Um, it's funny. Cause like, a friend of mine, we we always joke like, oh, do you want to go half seas? Because it's like, how else? How else are you supposed to do it? You yeah, know, like you need dual income on a mortgage application. That's yeah. really all I want out of a partner is dual income. So um to go back to like buying a house. So a year, no, not even a year, year and a, a bit. It's been, it was like at the very end of 2020 when I found this, I think I sent it to you. I'm not sure. Is that the one with the weird picture? No, 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 no. Not that one. Okay. So I was looking at houses actually, um, like up North a little bit where we went to school. Oh yeah. 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 You did send me this one, but yes, please tell the listeners. Yes. So I was looking at, um, houses where we went to school. It's a really small town. It's not like it's not anything crazy. Like they just got a Costco. I was just going to say like the biggest thing there is a fucking Costco that they just and got. And, be- <laughs> and before that was a Walmart. So like, you know, that's, <laughs> that's how big this fucking little town is. So anyway, um, I was looking at houses there because I'm a creature of habit. I know the area, whatever it would be a horrible commute, but like, at least I would be able to get into the market. So I was looking, I found this cute motherfucking house. It was like three bedrooms, two bathrooms. I mean, mind you, very, very small. It was very tiny. It was actually on the street that I lived on previously in that town. So I was like, oh my God, it's down the road. Like this is meant to be. It's so cute. Yeah. They like completely renovated it to like, it was definitely livable. Um, I love that you just did that. Charlotte just burped for everybody that can't see. Oh, could you hear that? <laughs> no, no, but I just saw you. Your like look of terror, like oh my god. I put the bike behind me because I was like, I can't yeah. <laughs> but it's just so funny seeing your face. Um, 
So anyway, looking at this house, it had initially started at like 365. Then it went down to um, 340. Then it went down to 330. Then from 330 went down to 315 because it wasn't fucking selling because it was at the height or like beginning of COVID and everything was like, nothing was selling. So then it went down to three far from 315 to 295. And I was like, I was saying to D, I was like, oh, I really want to look at it. Like, I think we should do it. And like, I was texting all of my old roommates and I'm like, look at, this is like right by our house. Like I should, should I go do it? And like, one of my girlfriends was like, yeah, like, you know, go see anyway, obviously I did not end up doing it because I was just like, oh, what if the market crashes? And then I just lose everything. I don't, I don't want to put myself in that position because at that point, it was just so unpredictable as to what was, excuse me, going to happen. Um, so anyway, just for shits and gigs, looking online yesterday, that same fucking oh, house no. that they've done nothing to, they sold it for two ninety five. It is now in the market again for six oh six. Oh fuck me! What the fuck is going on? It makes me want to vomit. Like literally, and the housing. So sorry, I'll, I'll just give me one second. I'll let me just finish this. So, <laughs> housing, we are six years behind in terms of like all the housing that we need for like this new generation of people that need homes. And it's right. like, how the fuck is our construction industry supposed to keep up with that? We are in such a fucking low supply of just like building materials. How? how are we going to do that? You know, how are we going to ever get ahead of this? Because I mean, six years goes by who knows what the fuck is going to go on with COVID with the supply chain. Is it, is that six years being behind? Is that going to turn into like 10, 15 years? Oh, it probably will. Yeah. So it's like, do I just fucking move to books to Huda and just say like sayonara? Where is books to Huda? I don't know. My mom always just said it. Oh, that's your Timbuktu. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. She, she would say Timbuktu as well, but also she'd like do books to Huda. I don't know I if that's like a real it. place. I don't know, but I like that one better. Um, it's really fun to say. It is. She was like, I'm going to kick your ass all the way to books to Huda. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. I don't know how you can ever take her serious by saying that, but <laughs> it was terrifying as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, physical abuse usually is um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. weird. But uh, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, as millennials and as, you know, having boomer parents, mm-hmm. oh, it was your age and that whole fucking conversation. Yeah. I'm making more money than, than everyone in my household at this point, except for my stepdad, but we don't really count him towards our household because he doesn't really live here. Right. Um, like both my mom and my brother combined, I'm making more money than them, but I can't afford a house. I can't afford to do shit. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation, my stepdad and I had this conversation with my mom mm-hmm. you know, a couple of weeks ago, because they're both getting to the retirement age. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what does that look like from you? And, and how am I involved in this? Right. Like, what do you, what do you need? Yeah. And I was like, is the house, like, I know more or less our financial situation by our, I mean, my mother's, mm-hmm. um, but I'm like, I, I need to know the extent of it because I need to know what I need to prepare and what I need to do. Yeah. And if there's any thing I need to get in order and like my mom's not in the greatest health either so like I'm mm-hmm. kind of a state planning at the same time as oh my god planning. yeah a lot of fun 
And I'm just like, I need to know. I'm like, do you have, what do you have insurance on? What do you not have insurance on? Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And uh, I'm like, she's 63 this year, I think. Oh, and, I was, and I was like, do you want to retire at 65? Like mm-hmm. what age? Like physically her job's a, a physically demanding job. She's a mm-hmm. personal support worker. So she's got to- oh, shit. You got to hoof the old people out of, yeah. the, out of the bed. And uh, she refuses to go. She's like uh, with an independent company. So she goes into people's houses as opposed to working for a home. Um, so she refuses right. to work for a home because apparently, I don't know, whatever her problem is with that. Apparently she mm-hmm. doesn't like it. Neither here nor there. She did it for years before. And so with her finances and how much debt she's racked up, because when my dad was alive, there's an extra $100,000 coming in every right. year. Yeah. Which obviously is a very lavish lifestyle. Not lavish, but very comfortable. It's comfortable. Comfortable lifestyle. So that $100,000 gone. For context, if we didn't get, by we, my mom, didn't get my dad's RSPs from work mm-hmm. that he had been saving for 20, 30 years that he was with the company, my mom would be pulling in gross $25,000 a year. Yeah. PSWs Net, that's like don't make enough. 000. Yeah, like barely enough to pay for anything. Yeah. So, you know, we've, she's remortgaged the house. She's got lines of credit. She's got credit cards. Like, you name it, it's coming out of her ass. Holy fuck. My stepdad is like, why don't we sell our properties and move out east? Mm -hmm. He's like, I would love to live on a river or something and, you know, and Mm -hmm. fish. And and he was like, do you even want me in your retirement plan? They have a very weird relationship. Um, So my mother would like to die in this house, specifically on the couch that has the shape of her ass cheeks melted (laughs) into it. Okay. <laughs> and my stepdad raised the question of, you know, how, you know, God forbid something happened to your mother. Mm-hmm. What are you and your brother going to do? And I looked yeah. at my mom and my mom basically literally was just like, well, I'm dead. So I don't really care what happens. I was like, so kind. Oh, that's so nice. And I looked at her and I was just like, you do realize that I'm your financial ticket. I was like, for you and for your son. And both of you treat me like shit. Yeah. And my stepdad's fucking dying because he's just like wow they both still don't know (laughs) they're still not clued in yeah I was like I was like my brother doesn't work enough hours I was like he has more education than I do and chooses to not use it Mm -hmm. yeah and so anyways moral of the story was I wouldn't be able to afford the house Mm -hmm. should something happen in the nearest future on my income because it's been remortgaged and whatnot because i basically be paying for i don't know like a, a half a million dollar house uh probably more well that's what the mortgage is at right now oh, so it okay. all depends on what her estate would pay out but probably not much yeah but yeah so it's like either any way i cut this fucking pie i'm not getting the slice i want yeah i'm yeah. either getting all crust or all goo <laughs> so all nasty your- filling yeah check on your single pals i'm saying that specifically because i don't plan on being in a relationship anytime soon and i do want equity so like struggle is real what was that face for because like your um situationship right now with trevor (laughs) it doesn't seem like you don't want to be in one that's all i'm saying well (laughs) if he would pull his fucking socks up different conversation however yeah okay so the socks are rolled down to the cankles at the moment i'm just um you know putting that out there you know calling you out a little calling you out a little bit oh my god i asked him if he wants to be roommates just so i can move out and he can Uh move out but then we could also like have enormous amount of sex Uh and he literally looked like like he was so panicked like he was like 
uh, he's like, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I was like, what? what's your problem? He, he's never moved out. He's never lived on his own. Really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I really thought that once I got my own place that D and I would just be like fucking animals constantly. No, No. I tell you, I'm so fucking tired all the time. (laughs) Like, I I just high alert all the time. Yeah, I just have like no energy, and he doesn't either. Like, I mean, also, it's been like really close to five years that we've been together. It's true, and like things are good, you know. Like, no, it's no honeymoon stage though. Yeah, like. I definitely thought I, I would hear people like, oh my God, we only have sex once a week or like once every two weeks. And I'm like, fuck, I'm like same. And I just like, <laughs> still I'm exhausted. Like, oh ugh. like, cause then this is horrible. This is what I <laughs> fucking think of. It's like, okay, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to be inside of me. And then I'm going to have to like go shower or something and mm-hmm. like clean myself up. And then yeah. the bed is just like, ugh, gross. I don't want to lay here. Like I just feel dirty. I get that. You know, like, no, it's just, no. So back when I lived in the city and every time Trevor would come over, mm-hmm. I would put like a, another blanket down on top of my comforter. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm not washing this shit. <laughs> like sweat on something else. Whenever like D would stay over at my parents' house, I would always like, like change my sheets before. And then right after he'd leave, like I would wash everything. Cause it's just like, ugh. yeah, I don't want to lose myself Um, We're getting a little off topic. <laughs> we are what, you know, housing market and sex. It's like goes hand in hand. It literally does. But, um, but yeah, it would be interesting to know what it's like. Um, cause I know we have some German listeners. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting. It, even in the States, we do have some American listeners as well. It would be interesting. Um, interesting to know what, what your housing is like there. And you no, know, it's a very different situation. Well, mainly in over in Europe, it's a different situation with taxes and, yeah. and whatnot. But in the States, you know, we could buy a literal mansion for half a million dollars. Literally literally a fucking gigantic ass mansion depending on where you go right depending on the state yeah right whereas you know me talking right now about you know if i have to take over this house knock on wood Mm -hmm. something happens to my mom i'm gonna look it up right now i live in a thousand square foot bungalow there's three bedrooms (laughs) yeah like i'm not 13 where should we look? Austin, Texas. Yeah, I was just about to say Texas. Austin, Texas real estate. Let's see. Austin, While you're Texas. looking that up, mm-hmm. I did want to make a quick PSA. Okay. I was I was looking at our analytics and it looks oh. like we have 70% men right now. Not sure how that happened, but I welcome. think it's all all your uh it probably bros. Probably. And since you're all listening, what a great time. Get your HPV shot especially y'all that are under 27 in Ontario. It's free. It's not free for women over the age of 25. And for those of you who don't know, HPV is a leading cause of cervical cancer and men are the dominant carriers. So if you're having unprotected sex with women or people who identify with women who have uteruses and cervixes and all that fun stuff, get your HPV shot because you can save a cervix. 
thank you so much for coming to my TED talk. Fuck you, motherfuckers, and your fucking HPV dicks. Yes. So, okay, I love this house already because there's a Birds of Paradise. And for you <gasps> bitches that don't know, Birds of Paradise is a beautiful plant. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's Give that big ass motherfucker behind me. Um, okay. This is fucking nice. We're in Austin, Texas right now. Um, it's three bedrooms, two bathrooms, 1100 square feet. I mean, the price is like pretty crazy. I think it's probably on par with what we're at, but like, it's mega nice. Like everything is updated $615,000. Oh yeah. Nothing's been updated in my house since, uh, you know, 2000 or 1991 when they bought the place. Yeah. Your house would probably go for like a milli right now. Oh, one down the road, one for over a million townhouses are now going for over a million. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and we have a huge yard. We're a corner. Yes. Yeah. And like close to the the land. Yeah. And we're, um, there's an elementary school, Mm -hmm. not too, too far from me. Like I'm in a, there's a park and a, a, an arena and whatever it is. There's a lot of amenities near. So okay. talk about location, 2000 square feet three bedrooms, two bathrooms, $494,000 in Austin, Texas. Like what the fuck? I don't think anything starts with a four within a 120 kilometer radius from both of us. It doesn't. Well, (laughs) I've already looked. Even the shacks in Toronto are going for like 800,000. No, they're going for like 1.2. Did you see that tiny little mini house? Yes. Right now I'm looking at Arizona because Arizona is like my dream. I fucking love that state so much. Okay. So this one, um, four bedrooms, three and a half baths, almost 3000 square feet. Oh my God. Guess how big the lot is. Ooh. Um, three acres. It, uh, I don't know. It's 6,000 square feet, a little over 6,000. Oh. Okay. Um, the house is fucking beautiful. I love Arizona so much. It is $599,000. Oh my God. And it was just built less than 10 years ago. Oh my God. Two car garage. There's like enough room in the driveway for four, four cars. It's fucking gorgeous. Like, honestly, I hate everybody. It's a Spanish style home in Vistancia. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, the moral of our story is um, we're all yeah, going to die sad. homeless. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me something good. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I booked my next tattoo appointment. <gasps> you did book it with the girl we were talking about? With uh, Sarah's tattoo artist, yes. Nice. Yeah. It. So she's really good. Uh, mm-hmm. She said we're looking at roughly uh, 15 hours worth of work depending on i gave her the, the size parameter of 10 inches long by eight inches wide so whether she okay. uses all that space or not mm-hmm. um it's basically gonna be fully custom mm-hmm. i sent her some ideas of what i'm thinking but mm-hmm. i was like um i love your work please do this on your own <laughs> please do right. not use these pinterest pictures i found yeah. um so it'll be it'll be really exciting so it's it's a month away 
Oh my God. So soon. Yeah. So she sent me all of her dates, uh, dates in March. So I just picked the, the first date. Um, um, she takes like three days to reply to emails, which is really annoying, but I get it. It's not her immediate thing that she's doing. She's a little busy putting ink on people. Um, yeah, she so needs an I'm assistant. Mad. Yeah, it was. She made some like Insta post about like needing an assistant or that she should hire one. Um, Shit. But um, but yeah, and she's at the point in her business where she can literally just reject people if she's not interested in doing. That's fucking sick. I fucking love that for her. And I reached out to someone who did my last piece. Mm-hmm. I reached out to them originally because I was mm-hmm. like, "You're in town. You did my last piece. I'm happy with it. I might as well." And that person she more or less was like you know that's a little outside my realm in a sense of size wise mm-hmm. um she's like you know but I haven't really done that I haven't done what you want she's like but if you want me to do it like I'll do it and I was like um, you don't sound very confident bye yeah I was like thanks for your transparency like ciao um so then when Sarah's friend got mm-hmm. back to me she's like you know I've always been wanting to do this I'm really stoked about it and I was like Fuck yeah so that are you comfortable sharing what you want? Yes. So I thought, you know, I want to say I thought long and hard about this, but I mm-hmm. didn't because I'm impulsive and I'm okay mm-hmm. with being impulsive. Um, so it's my quad that I'm getting done. And on the side of my quad, I have some wildflowers already and it says, take it easy. That's, you know, courtesy of my father. Mm-hmm. Um, long story about that one for another day. Um, so then on the top of my quad, I want to get Medusa but mm-hmm. in more of a, like a floral feminine, I don't want to say dainty because that's not really the word, but, um, realism way. Right. So. And she's really good at realism. She's that, so that girl you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I send you her? You did. Yeah. She's, yeah, yeah. she's really she's talented. Top notch. So. Yeah. Yeah. So for people who are asking Medusa is supposed to be, you know, like a protector of women from what oh I didn't know that yeah yeah yeah. so she's she's seen as a victim but she's also seen as more of an empowering protector and I'm just like well I will happily take that in my life thank you so much slap that on me call it a day I didn't know that that she was seen as like somebody that I mean not even somebody like she's it's Greek mythology right Medusa yeah yeah I wasn't aware that's so interesting I wasn't I wasn't either. And then it kind of, it came across my TikTok. I hate that this came across TikTok and not anything <laughs> else, but it was either TikTok or Instagram. That's what right. it runs right now. Um, and so I was seeing some of it and I was like, wow, what is happening? I was uh-huh. like, it's like, why is there so many? But I was like, let me look into this. And I looked into it. And as soon as I, you know, like, it's supposed to be like a symbol, not like a direct symbol of feminism, but an indirect mm-hmm. symbol of feminism and like empowering women and, and a protector of women and this and that. And as soon as I saw that, I was like, that fits my current narrative. I had no idea. Yeah. It's going to look so fucking badass. I've I'm always wanted scared. a tattoo on my thigh, but like, it scares me. Honestly, I got, so I got the, the both of the sides on my thighs, on both thighs. I have done. Right. And it's like a tickle. Yeah. And it doesn't scare me in terms of pain. Like I, okay. I have, I have several tattoos, but it's fine. I'm not worried about that. It's just like, oh do I want something because all of mine I can cover like very easily right and like yes. you know it's just like oh do I want something that's just like bam out there right honestly yeah. I forget about the tattoos that I have so in the gym I just wear pants and a sports bra mm-hmm. and someone came up to me and they're like oh I really like your tattoo and I looked yeah. at my foot 
because that's my most detailed one is on my foot, but I right. have socks and a shoe on. Yeah. I was like, how do you, how do you see that? And I was like, did they see me like change my shoes? Yeah. Like, and I kind of just like, she saw the look that I gave her. She's like the right. one on your ribs. And I was like, oh my God, I forgot that's there. Yeah. I always forget the one on my ribs is there. And then like, I see myself naked and I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? Literally like, hi. Yeah. But yeah so that's my, tell me something good. What's your, tell me something good. Um, my tell me something good is I had a meeting with my new fucking boss today, which was, ugh, fuck, it could have been a phone call, but whatever. Did he um, bring you a battery? No, no, that's dealt with. My car is good now. Okay. <laughs> so anybody that was curious, I got a new battery. I found one like, and uh, like, anyway, I'm not going to tell you where. <laughs> I'll tell you where later. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't want anybody to figure out who I am. Um, anyway, <laughs> found it. That's good. But yeah, I had a meeting with my boss today and he, we, I just did like a personality test. I sent you my results. So mm-hmm. he needed to like go over my results of my personality test. And like, he showed me the results of his. So that way we can like figure out how more or less to deal with each other. Right. And, uh, and like, you know, why I act a certain way and why he acts a certain way. It's like, oh, this is why you're fucking done to get it. <laughs> um, for those of you that are wondering, that means dumb cunt. Um, <laughs> so anyway, today's, day, today's word of the day, word of the day. That's our wordle. I don't know. I've never played wordle, whatever. Anyway. So he was like, oh, um, your results of your personality test means like that you should be in sales. So like, we're going to try and like open up a position for you so that you can move up to that. And I was like, are you promoting me? (laughs) And he was like, not yet. And I said, okay, well, like I'm here. Um, I said, just letting you know, I've been here for four years now and I never last longer than four years at a job. So like I'm I'm on my way to move on. So your clock is ticking. I'm already oh looking. Yeah. And he was like, gone. yeah, he's like, okay, well, like just hang tight. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're discussing some, some options for you. I'm like, all right. So that's my something good. Um, that's amazing. It means more money Yeah, <laughs> and like more fucking job security and life security, if you will. That's good. Yeah. And I opened up my RSP. Finally. Praise yes. Lord. Praise Lord. Yes. Put money in your TFSA, not your RSP. I don't have a TFSA. You should have opened a TFSA. Go back and open up a TFSA. Okay. I'll do that. that okay. I'll do that too. Bye. <laughs> max that out. I think our lifetime. Oh wait, no, I do. I do have a, a, a tax-free savings account. Yes. Max that out before you put anything in your RSPs. I don't know what that means, but okay. Sure. <laughs> we'll discuss later I'll, I'll explain it later yeah um, um but yeah so that's all I have I'm super fucking hungry I need to go eat something okay <laughs> sounds good <laughs> well thank you for listening thank you everybody we love your ears and um the time that you spend with us thanks for listening to us bitch and rant literally this is all this is if you want to chime in um your first riddle is no I'm kidding <laughs> follow us on twitter i was gonna say if you can figure out who we are we'll have you on Mm. but until then you may not make a an entrance into the podcast oh speaking of that um because angelie figured out who we are 
Yes. I need to give her a shout out because it's been a little while for doing yes. our artwork. So artwork is done by Angie Doodles D on Instagram. You can look her up. Super talented. We love her. God bless. She also got into photography as well. Yes. So hit her up for that. She's now it's a new branch of her business. Do you remember her thing? Ridge. Ridgetown, Ridge, right? At Ridgetown Photography. I think it is. Let me confirm. At Ridgetown Photography. So we'll we'll put everything in the comment or in the description below. Yeah. So then if you wanted to check her out, please do. Um, her prices are affordable and for her doodles as well. She's very affordable, especially for the talent that she has. And she's wonderful and kind, which just makes it so much better. Your life will get instantly better when she's in it. Amen. Just saying. Um, yeah. So shout out to her super talented. Thank you again for doing our artwork. We love you. And, um, yeah, hit us up on Twitter at Hey Lydia and at Shars web XOXO. Um, yeah, we need to like hear a little bit more from you guys. Cause, uh, we feel lonely. None of you have interacted with us. <laughs> yeah. What the no, fuck? No one, <laughs> except for, except for one of the ball hockey guys told me, he's like, it's okay. We should, we want you to come back to hockey. Oh my God. <laughs> That's it. That's um, it, that's all. Now he knows how, how I think most of them are creepy and pedophiles. So, oh my God. And True. I'm like, I mean, I wonder why I'm not there. Any hoosies, thank you so much. Unclench your motherfucking jaw, which I'm sure you are because this entire episode is just like, mm, society's Cringe. crumbling. Cringe. Yeah. Drink some water. And um, just remember, you've survived 100% of your bad days. Ciao. Thank you. And uh, goodbye, everybody. Much love. God bless. Goodbye. Ciao. Bye. Yay!